I pour out my heart to you. Here in your presence, I am made new. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our You Determined to Grow. This is your host. What? It is Denise Kelly. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hey. Welcome. Lord, help me, Jesus. As you already know what I'm going to say, don't you? It is going to be on fire tonight. We got a good thing. All right. Oh, man. Help me, Jesus. Lord, help to help me calm down. I got to calm down a little bit. Jesus. Lord, help me, Jesus. So we're going to go ahead and get this puppy started. So we need somebody to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. All right now, TC. Okay. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Lord, we thank you. We yes. thank you for another day. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Yes, I thank Lord. you for my sisters and my brothers here tonight that's present. We pray for the families represented here tonight. Ask you to bless, bless, bless in the name of Jesus. Speak yes. to the speaker. Let the speaker feed us tonight. We need to eat. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. <laughs> amen. So we're about to, we're going to turn it over and praise the worship here in about uh, two seconds, I guess. One, well, as you can see. Two. <laughs> oh. Three. <laughs> okay, as you can see, we are definitely, well, I, I'm in pajamas because we work from home. We both have, well, he's off because of the weather. I'm having to work from home because of the weather. But, and I guess I'll be working from home tomorrow. But guess what? God is good. All the time. time. God, God is, is good. good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He is good. Okay. He is good. The Bible said, come as you are. Amen. Amen. Hey, and guess what? Well, We're I'm not in the body. garden no more, so we need to put some clothes on. <laughs> not pajamas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay. Is fine. Go Crazy for it. Stuff. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. Guess what? 99 and a half is not going to All do right. it. Everybody is Amen. freaking out about this. Amen. It's we need to bring it 100%. And this has been on the news a So that's what I'm going to play for y'all today. That's one of my favorite songs. Mine too. You hear You hear not here at all. Okay, I'm gonna say I'll make you dance with that one, sis. You got to. <laughs> 
We don't want 99 and a half to be all that we got. We want to go 100% and then over. How about that? 100% and over. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because 99 and a half just won't do. Amen? Amen. 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 So we're going, we're still in 1 Samuel. And I'm just going to tell y'all the truth. 1 Samuel 22. And guess what? I was going to try to go through the whole chapter, but God said no. So we are only going to read the first five verses tonight. So each one of us can read a verse. Somebody can read two. 1 Samuel 22, verses one through five. And after we read the scriptures, then we're going to talk just a little bit about what the Lord is trying to tell us in this day and time. 1 Samuel 22, verses 1 through 5. God told me to break this entire chapter down into three parts. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go with what God said. So we're going to ask uh, Caleb, have him read the very first verse, 1 Samuel 22 and 1. Then we'll have Shanana fall behind him. And you can read one or two verses. It's up to you. And then the Montgomery's will finish it out with the last uh, three verses. The last uh, whatever verses are left. Uh, hold on, tell me if this is the right one. David left Gath and escaped at the cave of Adullam, where his brothers and father's household heard about it. They went down to him there. Wait, how, how many supposed, am I supposed to read? What? Okay. All those who were... Oh, scare me. You go. Oh. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. From there, David went to Mizpah in Moab and said to the king of Moab, Would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until I lean to learn what God would do for me? So he bought him, he bought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt in, in, in him all the time that David, with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Mm. And um, this is verse five. Um, this is NIV version. But the prophet Gad said to David, do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went to the forest of Harith. Harith. Amen, amen, amen. So once again, like I said, I was really trying to go through this whole chapter. It's only 20 verses. No, it's not. It's more than 20. But it's not that many more than 20 verses. And God said, uh-uh, I want you to take your time with this one. Because there's some things in there that I want to be said. And I want us to mull over some of these things. And so the title of our lesson tonight is Mis Misfits with a Mission. Misfits with a Mission. Misfits with a Mission. And so before we even go any further, uh, 
Just a quick reminder, we're in 1 Samuel 22, verses 1 through 5. So before we go any farther, let's just talk about the title for just a moment. Misfits with a mission. So I want somebody to tell me what they think a misfit is. Anybody? Misfit. I think Can I look mission. up the definition? Oh, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, Shanana. I'm just gonna say that a misfit could mean that you're different. Okay. Uh, I got oh, the mission. Go ahead, Kayla. A person whose behaviors or attitudes sets them apart from others in an uncomfortably conspicuous way. Oh. Well, I'll, I'll take a spin on the word misfit. Go ahead. Go for it where they basically don't fit into what's a natural category for um, a person, even in, in their behavior or something. So they're off. They don't fit in to a certain category more than likely. All right. All right. All of those were good. Caleb came up with the definition and those other ones were awesome as well. And so misfit with a mission. So we're looking at David, of course, again, and we're looking at David and what we're going to be talking about is, is David and we're going to talk about his leadership. And so we're going to talk just a little bit about that. So let me start out with verse one, where David is running once again. <laughs> he is on a mission once again, running away from Saul. And so he escapes to uh, this cave, and the cave itself means hidden place. Abdul uh, Abdullam means hidden place, or turn aside, or retreat, or refuge. And so he went to this place. But I want you to pay just a little bit of attention, not just in verse uh, one where he's running. Now, now think about that for just a minute. So as I begin to think about that, the first thing that comes to my mind, or the first thing that came to my mind. And, and, and I will use this as, a, as an example, is he was on the lamp. Him was on the run. Uh-oh, I, I, I didn't use proper English. Let me say, he, him was on the run. Him was leaving. Him was trying to get away from there. He say, uh-uh, I can't do this no more. This man trying to kill me. So he was on the run. But look at what happens and, and, and I want us to pay attention to this part right here. So even though he was on the run, he wasn't in his proper place. He still had not been crowned king, although he had the position of a king. And he was on the run. But look what came to him. So it talks about that once they found out where David was, they came to him. Look at the type of people that came to David well, before we do that, before we talk about that, I want to ask another question because I don't want to get too far. Like I said, he 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 just wanted me to slow down just a little bit. So, so he was on the run, right? So I know none of y'all have been on the run, but I'm gonna ask the question: If you was on the run, what would you be trying to take with you? What would you What would you need? Money. Money, okay, yeah. Number one, 
Mm -hmm. I was on a run. I didn't take. Oh, go ahead, baby. Go ahead, Shandana. I was on a run. I didn't take anything. I didn't even want my brother to find me, but he did. So they go to show you God had hidden me right in plain sight. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Caleb, what would you take with you if you was on the run? If you was on the mm. lamb? Food. Food. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yes, we need some food so we can eat, right? So anybody else, if you was on the run and you was on the lamb, what would you take with you? Um, if I could, I'd take uh, somebody with me. Take somebody with you. I you don't want to be by yourself. Okay. Exactly. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> one more person. One one more anybody. Tell me what else they would take. That's you. That's <laughs> Nobody? Any takers? Um, on the same question? Yeah. Oh. I see Jason came off, so she oh, got something. Jason or Vinoy would answer. That's why she said one came off. What you say, sweetie? Close. <laughs> Close. Hello. These these are some obvious things now. When we went on the run, but depends on how fast you try to get out of there. I'm just saying. It depends on how fast you trying to go. And I'm gonna use this little story before I go. Well, let me say. So some of the things that you guys had when I'm on the run or on the lab, I, I put those things. I said company, like yeah. Vanessa said. And said, so you got to be careful with that because you ain't going to tell it on yourself. Okay, I ain't going to, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so uh, food, of course, you won't have shelter, but you definitely want to be under some type of shelter when you're out there in the elements. And finances. Clothes, if you can fit them, if you can, if you have time to do those things. Um, so these are some of the things that when you think about being on the run or trying to get away from a situation in a in a hurry, you think about these type of things. So what came to David while he was on the run is what's so extremely interesting in this instance. So the first thing, the first people that came to him was his family members, his, his father's family, his, his brothers. They came to him um, while he was on the run, while he was on the, on the land. And then guess what else came to him? Other people. One thing it talked about, people that was in distress. How about, you know the story, Misery Loves Company. So they oh. knew, they was like thinking about, David was in some trouble, but his leadership drew them. So some people that were distressed, some people that had money problems, and some people that were just discontent with their life and their situation. These are the people, the misfits, that was on a mission with David. And so I just wanted to point out that, first of all, David had not came into his position as a king at all. Yet, he still had leadership qualities. He still caused people to come and follow him or caused people to come and attach themselves to them. So I want to make this statement and then I'm going to ask y'all to tell me if you mm -hmm. agree with it or 
or you don't. First of all, it says that he became leaders over them, over them, which means he was responsible for them. So my statement is this, and then I want y'all to talk about it. Y'all talk with me about it. Leadership is a lifestyle and not a position. Leadership is a lifestyle and not a position. And I'm using David as an example because, and he's not the only one. I'm using David as an example because he hadn't even came into his own. It's really easy for people to follow the president when he's been elected. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to follow leaders at your job if they're already in position. But we're looking at David's life, and even though he wasn't in position, what they consider to be in position to be a leader, his lifestyle, his leadership became a lifestyle and not a position. And so let's talk about that statement. Leadership is a lifestyle and not a position. Let's talk about that for just a moment. Um, just I believe I'm. A, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I'm gonna say I believe I'm a leader. You can see me out in the wilderness, and I'll come back with the pack. Most people don't understand their role or their gifts that God has already instilled inside of us. But as you come into your new levels in this lifetime, with the spiritual sense of the Holy Spirit, He will start awakening you and reminding you of what you already knew before you was born. So maybe David just started, you know, knowing that he was a leader. I mean, and then I was saying, remember, he became king. So therefore, I believe I'm a queen. <laughs> I don't care if I ain't got no husband beside me. I feel like I'm in this. I'm doing pretty good. And I'm a leader. So even if I had a husband on my side, he still wouldn't be my king because God must come first. So he would always be my king. And I'm going to become the leader because that's my position. Therefore, I'm a misfit. I don't fit in with people. I'm not gonna get on a job and make you a billionaire. Now I open my own business and make myself a billionaire. Why would I wanna produce your job? No, I mean, you know, make you sit at home. I'm gonna sit at home and collect the money. I'm a boss, I'm gonna just say that. But anyway, I don't know, it depends on how you look at it. Go ahead, Vanessa, y'all. Uh, Vanessa, go ahead. Vanessa, I was, I'm, still, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, still thinking about it? No, I was almost stuck on that the misfit whatever what, the lord is putting on your heart to say speak it's all right oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it um when you talked about misfit misfit what what did i say what 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 others see as imperfect what others see as imperfect would be considered as a misfit i think about the island of misfit toys that's christmas it's the special and how all of them had some little something not right wow. that other would, was expecting the toy to be and it wasn't quite like that so that's a misfit. anyway uh when you were talking about um say, say that standard again you're saying um leadership is a lifestyle not a position not a position um i mean that that's basically how I feel like God would want us to live our lives as a as representative of 
who we believe in and whose we are. So to me, when you're doing that, that is leading, in a sense, leading by example. Um, I know when you look at um, standards of those that maybe are not necessarily believers, when it comes to position, a lot of them want to be in a position of leadership. They want to reap the benefits of being a leader. They want to be paid for being a leader, um, but, and they just want the position of being a leader, but they don't lead by example, or they don't do the job of leading because really they want that position. They want that prestige, but really they don't have the qualifications to really be a leader. Um, that's my thoughts. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Anybody else want to tackle this one? I have another question. All right. <laughs> Next question. question. Uh, Next question. So what I want you to do is to think for just a moment about leaders that you have encountered, whether it's biblical leaders, leaders that you've read in the scripture, or leaders that you have encountered on a personal level. And I want you to ask uh, answer this question. When you think of a leader, whether it's the biblical leader or whether it's a person that you have encountered, what characteristic comes out to you when you think of a leader? Like one, just one characteristic, one of y'all, everybody can name one. Characteristic of a leader. Quality, good quality, following qualities, uh, leading. Yeah, amen. Amen. Anybody else? Nurturing. Nurturing, okay. A lot of people want you to nurture to them, even though I've never been a mother, but I know how to nurture. Healer. People come to me and want me to heal them, but who going to heal me when you leave me with all your problems? Mm. So, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll okay. Nurturing. <laughs> okay, okay, next. Somebody I'll else? Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Uh, I was going to say um, they run against the grain. They're, they're not a follower. They may do something that others may not believe in, but they they can lead and other people will follow them um, in, in that respect. But they uh they they don't, they're like their own person. They don't just do what other people tell them to do all the time. Okay. Not a part of the status quo. Anybody else? Yes. Yes. Uh, integrity. Integrity? Good, good yes. one. And uh, doing brother, things consistently. Do what now? <laughs> consistency. Doing things consistently. Okay. All right. Mr. Caleb got a whole bunch of them. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Caleb. We all right with that. Uh, Brother Benoit? A leadership characteristic. Uh, typically, they have... Um... I mean, it's not something that they typically just do, is but there is a they have charisma typically. Some type of he's some type of charismatic. I like that. J Jason, leadership characteristic. He does not have charisma. What you say, Jason? Did you say something? Yeah. Uh, thoughtful decisions. Thoughtful decisions. Considers up considers others when they're making decisions. That's good. That's a good one. 
So we're going to use, since nobody really gave me a leader yet, they give me characteristics. So I want to give you, I want you, uh, so, okay, well, I'm going to go back since I see somebody got some revelations. Think of a leader and call their name. <laughs> I was like, you, you told Bible, us. Or I don't remember you telling us to do it. Oh, I don't remember you telling us to do it all. Cold. I, okay. You know, you know how your oh. sister is. Jesus. <laughs> Who? Jesus. Uh, he took it out of my mouth. Okay. Anybody else? That's a good one. Obviously, David. That's who we're talking about right now. David. Okay. Uh, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Okay. They say he was a righteous man. Anybody else? Moses. 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 Okay. Someone is not uh, in the Bible. Obama. <laughs> Obama. I did say any out of scripture or not. Go ahead. Obama, he was the leader. Brother Bernard. Paul. You said Paul. Is that what you said? That's what Caleb said. I, I'm, I'm just oh. repeating what y'all saying. Oh, Abraham was a leader to a degree. Yeah. How about this? We'll give you a negative one. Jim Jones, Hitler. Yeah. They were leaders. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And the Bible, the Bible talks about that too. It tells us that we got to be careful of these uh, false prophets and different things of that nature. And a lot of times we forget that we have to, they got to line up with the word. If they doing stuff that's not lining up with the word, that, that's your first sign. That is your first sign. So Lucifer, Lucifer was the leader. Okay. I give you that one. Yeah. He, he took a third of the heaven. He took a third of the angels out of heaven with him. John the Baptist. <laughs> Anybody else? John the Baptist. John the Baptist. He was a leader. Yes, he was. Good. That's a good one. We had the circus. Who and said Peter? That also became leaders. Yeah. Shanetta, mm -hmm. would you want to say something? I thought somebody mentioned Peter. Peter was, was not Paul? mentioned, but yeah. Paul was mentioned, but Peter wasn't. All right, so let me throw a few more in there because you got pretty much all the ones I had on my list. Ruth. And the reason, one of the characteristics that Ruth had uh, besides, uh, she was always doing what? Looking out for others outside of herself. She told her mother-in-law, I'm going with you. And she went out into the field to, to uh, get uh, provisions for them. Didn't want her out there. She was looking out for her. Noah, he was out in the, uh, doing the right thing. And no, and the one great story about Noah, and, and sometimes people forget this part, but before Noah talked about the flood, it had never rained. It had <laughs> never rained. So when he was talking about the flood, it did sound great. <laughs> it sounded like, we, we've never seen this, what you call this stuff, rain. 
the blood. What are you talking about? This stuff never has happened. So it was harder to believe. But even though he didn't have a belief, he believed what God told him. And that's a, sometimes as a leader, you just got to walk what God told you. And even if you don't, if don't nobody else understand, you got to follow God. We know Peter, and we always use that he stepped out the boat, but Peter never quit. But we know that's not quite true, don't we? Because there were times when he doubted just like anybody else. And that's the part that I love about the Bible. See, the Bible doesn't just show me all of the perfectness of everyone in the scriptures. Because guess what? I would not be able to relate because I am not perfect. But I relate to the scriptures because I, even though I'm not perfect, God still loves me and he still wants me to do the right thing. Amen. So Mary was another one. And I'm using Mary, not Mary, Jesus's mother, but Mary, the one that uh, was at the feet of Jesus. Oh. Martha, Mary had her priorities straight. Her priorities were, I got to get all I can get because this is it right here. Being at the feet of Jesus. Martha became busy with work, which was her priority. So a leader knows how to prioritize in whatever role they're in. Can't get mad at Martha about what she was going through, but you can't stop Martha. Martha can't stop Mary. In other words, what her priorities were, it's okay for you to do that, but don't come over here asking me to move from the feet of Jesus. Because <laughs> this is my priority. In other words, a leader knows how to prioritize with the goals that God has set before them. Paul. What about knows, Jezebel? Je Jezebel was a, a leader. She, she, yeah, Jezebel. she was a leader. You said Jezebel? She, right. Yeah, she was a leader, but... I mean, she wasn't a good you. leader, but she was a leader. I mean, you know, they did. She was <laughs> they a still calling it but, Jezebel's spirit to this day. <laughs> so well, I don't know... <laughs> Yeah, that, oh. that's true. But, you know, Jezebel was a person that did when, when a lot of times when you hear men talk about or you have heard people say that they can't follow a woman or whatever the case may be. And I would just use this as an example. When a woman is in position that God has placed her in, that is not usurping authority. But Jezebel walked in. Anyway. usurping authority over her husband. She took control right. from him. Not ask, he didn't ask her to, she just did it. And that's different. The it leader is not is. our role to take over. Our role right. has always been to support. But when God puts us in a position to lead, that we're supposed to lead. But we're not right. supposed to take any, and usurp means to take by force. Let me start with that. Uh, so we're not supposed to take anything by force. So keep that in mind. So even though she was a leader, she took it by She's force. She's a good leader. The wrong way. But, you know, I mean, even to this day, if you go into some of these churches or in this world, we in spiritual warfare, I still see Jezebel's spirit. So even though it's not their job, like when I brought up about Lucifer, he's not a great example, but he still has his dominions. He got something to do. He's a leader. 
So therefore, even though he's not physically coming in and doing it, he's seen his demonic spirit. So when you speak of leaders in the Bible, you didn't say good or bad. I just was trying to throw that out there. So oh, you, you you were fine. You were fine. I just want I just want to make the point. And Brother Vanoa right. brought out Hitler, which is not a leader, and he's not in the Bible either. And then what who's the other person you said, Vanoa? Obama. Oh, he didn't say Obama. Obama was now he said yeah, Hitler and another, that was another negative person. I can't remember who it was. Anyway, what I'm saying is, yes, they are leaders and they are leaders in their own right, but sometimes they go astray. Saul, we're going to talk about him next week. So I ain't going to bring him up, but Saul was a leader, but we ain't going to talk about him. And then of course, Jesus, we know that he was a servant leader. He, he believed that his being serving and what I said about you got to go down so you can come up. He was a servant leader. He believed in 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 serving the people as a leader. So the other two things that I wanted to bring out was that leadership, being a leader, not only is it a lifestyle, but it is a response. It is a responsibility as a leader. You have a responsibility to the people you lead. You have a responsibility to your family. You have a responsibility to your coworkers. You have a responsibility as a leader. And so a lot of times people want to lead, like Vanessa said, but they don't want the responsibility. All they want is the prestige. All they want is their name and lights. But there's pressure. I'm just going to put it out there from being a leader. And somebody say you put too much pressure on the pipe or the bus. But if you have Christ in your life, if you allow God to lead you, the Bible scripture says, follow me as I would follow Christ. If you allow him to lead you, you won't have that responsibility won't be as heavy. But it is a responsibility and it is heavy to be a leader, a good leader. Let me put it that way, to be a good leader. So we need God to lead us and to guide us, to give us direction. And so the next question I have is really, really simple. It's real, real easy. So my question to you is this. When you lead, not if, when you lead, are you prayerful when you lead? Because even though, and, and I'm going to give you an example and I'm going to let y'all answer. Even though it is, I have the responsibility for the Bible study, because this is what God gave me, right? I also have a responsibility to you. And that's another reason why I don't give you stay old bread. I got books and books and books of stuff that I wrote that God gave me revelations on years and years and years ago. But I don't do that. I go to God freshly every week because I don't like stay old stale bread. I'm pretty sure y'all don't either. I mean, if you do, making toast, that's different. 
So I had the responsibility to go to prayer, go and go to God in prayer. So my question to you is, in times like these, mm -hmm. have you been prayerful as you have led? Yeah. And don't look at me like y'all ain't leaders. All of y'all leaders over here. Say that one more time. I stay prayed. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Shanetta. And then I'll repeat it for Vanessa. I stay prayed up. Most people say that I, I might pray a little bit too much. I mean, because I could be done just got on this floor and prayed. And as soon as I hit that door, I'm praying on the way out of it. When I get in my truck, I'm praying as I get in it that God bless me to get where I need to go and back safely. And he already done cleared the path. So my enemies will know to stand still. You know, and I didn't even see where he done made them where they became my friend, they think, but I'll never forget. And so anyway, what happens is, is that um, prayer has became a way of life. And a lot of people don't understand, even with the fasting this morning, you know, people up here, they only fasting probably once or twice a week. I do it every day. And it's in the morning from the time I get up to 12, one o'clock before I even eat. And it shocks people when I tell them, I really don't tell you this, but I do. And I stay in prayer and I do my worship. Sometimes I do a little something else, clean. You know, it gives me the pep that I need in my step. And a lot of people, oh, it don't look like you sick. It don't look like you've been in 18 with a wreck. You don't know God. Because if you knew God, then you would know he was in me. That's where I get the strength from. You wouldn't even better live my life if you knew my story. But anyway, back to, go ahead, y'all. I'm sorry. So the next, so the question is, when you lead, do you pray? That's really the question. In a, in a discussion form, and don't say yes. In a discussion form, when you oh, leave, oh. okay. Do you pray? Because <laughs> this is yeah. the question. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Mr. Caleb. Caleb. I think Mr. Caleb wants to say something. Go ahead. Um, I'll pray. I used to pray every day, like before daylight saving song, because I was leaving, walking to school before it was dark. Like, I was kind of scared because I didn't know if anything would pop off on me or anything. Like, I had my phone right next to me when 911 on speed dial praying somebody don't get me. Amen. Okay. Amen. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Specifically, um, uh, because I get nervous about making specific decisions or, you know, you know, I struggle with fear about a lot of things. So I definitely don't want to get something wrong. And so I definitely want God to kind of lead me what's the right thing to do. Um, and a lot of times um, I will get confirmation. Sometimes it's directly from him and other times it comes from someone else, you know, like that God is kind of touch them to where they had this conversation and we're like, ah, anyway, that's me. And Benoit, we need to know who that other name is that's bugging me. What's the other name you said other than Hitler? Go ahead. And he muted and actually, I, who was it? You muted, bro. I said Abraham. I can't remember who the other, I said Abraham and, and yeah. then I said Hitler. 
Oh, okay. Maybe it wasn't a negative, but no, it was another one. It was another negative. I just can't remember I what thought, it was. I thought you said another negative, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember. I remember Hitler. That came up fast. I remember him. Oh, Jim Jones. That's what, That's it, was. what it was. That's what you said. And I should remember Jones. that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Anyway, because go ahead. Man, I, he, he, he was because sometimes these people are charismatics, but yes. don't mean that they're uh, you know led of God. They. You know, which charismatics have a tendency to be leaders, but you know where they where are they leading you to? Is the question. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, it, it, charismatic. When he said charismatic, I thought about Jim Jones. I mean Jim Baker. You know these yeah, folks. They they had talent. They they had talent. Char um uh, there was yes, charisma. Right. You know they had that by the by the bundle. You know, and, and but they use it for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. You see, it's like us. We can come down to us. I might just speak well or sing well and or, or look like somebody won't be to look and they'll find favor in me. But I could be in the root, I could be no good. You see, I could be using that talent and style for the devil, you know. So we got to be careful, man. You know, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Jason? Um, I pray, like, before I go places because um, I just want my the spirit, God's spirit to be with me whenever I go to school because a lot of different people and everything and he helps me a lot and like sometimes I also get like like sometimes I have like like anxiety so I just ask God to just give me peace and to help me so especially this year I've been praying way more and it's helped me a lot to just be able to think more to do those things so that's why I really try to make sure that I pray before, or at least read a scripture before I go. That's good. That That is good. We need prayer. That's the whole point. Uh, Brother Vinoy, when you lead, do you pray? Uh, well, I mean, I, I'd love to give you all the right answers, but uh, it just depends on uh, how in tune I am with you know, with the Lord, this is at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, especially when you're, when you got pressed in situations and what you, your way of thinking hadn't been working. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And there's times that, you know, um, especially when I was, uh, away for a while, I mean, I, you know, I really did a lot more then than I do now. So, uh, you know, there's just times that I am more focused than I, you know, hey, I need to. And there's times that, you know, I'm so busy that I neglect to put it that way. Um, it's not that I don't need the counsel. It's just that sometimes I just lean on what's the right thing to do. And some of those things are just a little e lot easier to, uh, uh, in my opinion, to uh, choose what's right. But that doesn't mean that's what he wants you to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I have to remember that sometimes is that sometimes even our best thinking will lead you into a ditch. 
you know? Uh, so, yeah, it just depends. You know, sometimes I am, um, sometimes I walk more spiritually in, in the spirit than there's a lot of times I walk in the flesh a lot of times. So, and sometimes I'm just not even, I'm so pressed in. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not going to say willing. Sometimes I forget to wait on an answer. Uh, you know, and there's times that I don't. You know, sometimes I wait on that. And there's times that I, it just depends on what's going on uh, at the time. Sometimes we are just, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like sports. Sometimes, you know, when you're on it and you're practicing a lot more than, than what you used to for, for whatever reason, uh, you're just on point. And so when you come to the point to where, let's say, the off season which there's no off season for a Christian, but let's just say, for instance, yeah. you, you are in your off season, you're just not as sharp. So you're not practicing. So you forget to do certain things. You forget to implement certain things. So that's kind of where it is for me. You know, there's times that I am, especially, and I think that's why we get to those precedent situations. It's a reminder, you know, hey, you know, you need to seek me on these things because, you know, even though it may have been the right thing to do, it may it's not within my perfect will for you. So, thank you so much for being for being honest because we need that also. I mean, like I said, that's what I love most about the Bible is that there is no uh, they show the flaws. I I need to be seeing them. I need to see them because I, I am. You know, my flaws, if it, if it was not for my flaws, I would think I was something, but I'm not. <laughs> Paul said uh, three times I asked that he didn't believe whatever was going on. And, and so I know that I need him. And yes, there are times when I, I, I move in my own self or I think I know the right way and I don't, I don't ask him or I'll ask him and don't wait. And so what's important is that we recognize that. And that's, I believe that's the whole, one of the greatest purposes of this Bible study is to help us to hone back in to where we need to be, to help us to be reminded of the things that God already has taught us and is continuing to teach us. And he's also honing us in on leadership. And, and that's the reason why we're going, we're going to be talking about leadership over the next few times. And I wanted to do another quick reminder that in March, that's when you guys are going to be stepping up. So I want to remind y'all. So if there's a particular day that you can't do, y'all need to let me know. March, we're going to be, I'm going to be turning it over to y'all to bring something. Shanetta, you're off mute. So did you have something? Oh, I was just going to say, I thought that was a great answer. You know, where... Some of us was able to hit a pinpoint on the evil ones and mean they needed the leadership position. And did they do the right thing with it? Well, just put it in our everyday life, you know, and then back to the prayer part. Prayer, God even said in his word, praying without ceasing is the best objective. Now, keep in mind, some of us are more in the flesh than we are in the spirit. And it might be consistent with our lifestyles. Like mine is different from yours or anyone's. So I don't know what type of time y'all have. But what I found out was when I was overly busy, I had less time for God, 
which is the Holy Spirit. Whereas when I slowed down and got out the flesh, I remembered that you can't live off just bread alone. Prayer helped me from having a stroke. Prayer gave me the strength after I found out I had congested heart failure and was so weak from walking pneumonia for over a year. Then the 18 wheeler run over me, not even 11 months after I found out that. And I was right back down. So I had plenty of time to realize that I was moving too fast. God has something for me to do to still be here anyway. And I was sitting in the head with a pipe wrench at the age of 18 by a man that I trusted. That he said he loved me, wanted to marry me and treated me like a dog. So what I found out is sometimes God wants us, the prayer keeps me in check so I can make sure that my flesh is not overtaking what God wants me to do. Even with the tremors, I'm still blessed to be here because a lot of people got hit in the back of the head, front of the head, and barely got hit by a car and died instantly. So that renewed me to let me know that God has something else for me to do. At 48 years old, I'm still here shaking and trembling and all, but I'm still in my right mind. Went back to school, I almost got my bachelor's degree. 18 will run over me. So my whole point was I had to pray. I knew then God really needed my attention and I need to stay more focused up out of my flesh because see, God would allow you to go through the same thing until you realize that ain't it. So I kept on jumping in relationship after relationship after relationship, finna get married almost nine times. And every time I got to the altar, God told me no and I left. I was scared, I was frantic. It's like, oh Lord, maybe I married this killer. I didn't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I believe that God truly give us red flags when we need to pray. And if you listen, cause he'll talk to you. If the Holy Spirit have a very soft voice. And, and prayer is one of the most powerful things we can do. In fact, I was more, I had more confidence in a man than I did God. And he wanted me to realize the love that I was sharing with other people was what I need to be putting myself. Then he'll send me the love of my life, if that make any sense. Amen. 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 Any additional comments before we pray out? I'm going to give uh, Brother Vinoy to pray us out. Well, no, are you on mute? I went on mute. I was trying to, I, I couldn't hear anything. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we waiting okay. on you. Are you on mute? Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not on mute, but uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Dear Father, we uh, thank you for the message that you give today. Heavenly Father, a vivid reminder, Heavenly Father, that we should always seek you, Heavenly Father, and the things that we do. Also, you know, when we are leading others, Heavenly Father, it's very important that we be led by you as well, that we may be able to do what is called and uh, do that which is uh, 
uh, in your perfect will for us, Heavenly Father. We ask that you continue to guide us, guide us in all things, touch our hearts and minds, Heavenly Father, remain on you and the things you would have us to do, Heavenly Father. We ask that you can keep us safe, continue to bless us, Heavenly Father. Help us, Heavenly Father, to uh, find our way in this wicked world, Heavenly Father, and be a light to all men. And all these things we ask and pray in the name of the mighty Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Miss Misfits on a mission. Oh. Misfits on a mission of leadership. So I don't know where Caleb ran to, but I know Caleb got something to tell us. Are you determined? Are you determined? May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Remember, we're finishing off chapter uh, 1 Samuel 22, and we'll see you next time. May God bless you and keep you. Love you guys. Me too. Love you too. Y'all stay blessed. Stay blessed.